Good morning. Happy Monday. I hope you're having a kick-ass start to your week. Welcome back. This is the 25th episode of Actually You Can, and I'm your host, Stephanie Fabre. Happy Monday. Y'all, I missed you last week. I'm just going to say it. I missed you all. I missed this podcast. And the reason why we did not have a podcast last week, I spoke about this on my Instagram stories, was simply just because intuitively nothing came to me last week. Instead of forcing a topic, I wanted to stay true to myself, stay true to this podcast and the original intention, which was to let my intuition guide me in each and every episode. Before we dive into the content for today, if you're not yet following this podcast on Spotify, go ahead and just click that follow button right now. It takes two seconds. I appreciate all of your support so very much. And also we have a new Instagram handle for the AYC podcast, and that is just at AYC podcast on Instagram. My personal Instagram handle is at Steph Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-F-A-B-R-Y. You can also follow me on TikTok, which is at Stephanie Fabry, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-F-A-B-R-Y. The only other update I have for y'all is about the AYC online community, which will be launching in the next few months. And I'm so excited about this, mostly just because I have been spending so much time and effort creating this. And the whole point behind it is to give all of us a unique way to connect on a deeper, more intimate level, to inspire and to support each other as we become the best versions of ourselves and our growth journeys, our healing journeys, and all around, this community will bring so much value to each and every one of us. I'm talking weekly live calls with different topics, journaling sessions, Q&A every single week with me and other members, courses from experts in the space. I will be hiring these experts to teach these courses that will live on the platform. We'll have book recommendations, resources. There's gonna be so much stuff. And truthfully, I've been pouring my heart and soul into this for the past few weeks. So definitely stay tuned. Go to the AYC podcast Instagram handle. Go to my Instagram handle. I update everyone very frequently on there about everything happening. So very excited. Let's dive right into the content for today. As you can see by the title, we are talking about how to stop relying on other people for happiness. How to stop relying on dating and your partner if you're in a relationship for happiness. I think all of us can think back to a time in our lives in which we let dating, relationships, our partner control our happiness. For me, I talk about this all the time, especially in the first episode, the very first trailer episode of this podcast. There was a period of several months when I was refusing to heal from trauma and just in a very bad place in my life overall. And this was right before I stopped dating for that year. And I would look forward to those Thursday night hinge dates. I would look forward to the sex, the random sex that meant absolutely nothing. And I would look forward to it as if it was going to give me some sense of happiness and joy. But those moments were always fleeting. At the time, my excitement for those weeks was putting on my makeup and putting on that dress and just feeling so excited to go on this date for that person to tell me that I'm beautiful and to ask these questions as if they were so interested in me as a human being, only to end up in their bed a few hours later. And the ironic part is that I never learned my lesson. I truly went on each date with this unique sense of hope as if I was going to find everlasting happiness in that person sitting across the table from me. But every single time I would wake up the next morning and just feel like absolute shit. 
the drinking, the partying, the hanging out with the wrong people, going on date after date after date with the same type of person, just in a new body. I read something the other day that talked about these teachers that come into our lives. And it's basically the same lesson that we are meant to learn, but it emerges through many different people. And those teachers, that lesson will keep reappearing over and over and over again in our lives until we decide enough is enough. Until we decide to stop accepting the behavior, until we decide to change things ourselves, until we decide to do the inner work. And I know this episode is all about stop relying on dating and stop relying on men and relationships for happiness. And this is a big part of it identifying those patterns in dating. When I really think about how I stopped relying on men and sex and dating for happiness, the first thing I wrote down in my notebook was diving deeper into myself and identifying why I was feeling this way. If you are someone who is currently struggling with this, whether you are relying on a partner for happiness, you feel yourself excessively dating like I was, and that is kind of your source of happiness every single week, whether it's sex, whatever it might be, I want you to write down in your journal, why do I rely on blank for happiness? Why do I rely on blank for joy? Why do I rely on blank for validation? The first step, in my opinion, and the first step for me when I was going through that period is asking myself these tough questions. If someone were to ask me that question two years ago, hey, why do you rely on dating and sex in men for happiness? I would have looked at them and laughed and been like, I don't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck off. Sometimes it takes us admitting it to ourselves in order for us to change those patterns, those habits, that way of thinking. This podcast can only do so much. At some point, you are going to have to sit in silence and journal and ask yourself, what makes me happy? Do I currently rely on anyone or anything for happiness? And if so, what are those things? As most of you know, I took that one-year dating break because the most toxic part of my life at the time was dating. I realized that I did not have internal joy or happiness or internal validation. I was seeking happiness in other people because I was in a very dark place in my life. At the time, I was refusing to heal from trauma. I didn't think I was deserving. I didn't think I was worthy. I did not know how to make myself happy. The number one way I stopped relying on men dating sex for happiness, I woke up one morning and I decided that enough was enough. I woke up one morning and I decided that I wanted to demand more from myself. I woke up one morning and I decided that this is no longer acceptable. If you are feeling like this too, take this as a sign to demand more from yourself. Take this as a sign to cut off, detach yourself from those things that you are currently relying on for happiness temporarily remove them from your life. By temporarily removing the one thing that was my source of happiness at the time, I was able to focus finally on my healing from trauma. I was finally able to focus on the inner work. I was finally able to focus on what makes me happy. What activities do I love to do? And I finally learned how to get comfortable with myself. You might ask me, how did you fall in love with yourself? 
And this truly has been a 180. If you look at photos and videos of me from two years ago, the energy in those photos will speak for themselves. And what I mean by that is that you can tell, you will know I was not in a good place. And I think a lot of you are probably listening to this being like, okay, get to the point. Like, what did you do in between that really helped you increase that self-worth? Like, how did you find to rely on yourself? I say this all the time, but it was truly a collection of individual moments where I woke up every single day and I chose myself. I chose to do these little activities that I knew would make me happy. And I chose to discover and try new things every single day. I was actually talking to someone the other day about this, but I was explaining to them that instead of going on a Thursday night hinge date, during this year of not dating, I decided to dress up, put on makeup for myself, grab a book, make a reservation at a restaurant, and I would take myself out to dinner. For a lot of people, and honestly for me at the time too, this was extremely intimidating. Going out to a crowded restaurant, sitting there alone when everyone else is around a lot of people, it can feel extremely intimidating. But for me, it was exactly what I needed to push myself out of my comfort zone and sit there and just be. Sit there and just finally be and not need other people around me to make me feel like I was enough. It's so ironic that we always feel like we have to invite someone else when we're going for coffee, we're going to run errands, we're going to a restaurant. How come we can't just show up and just be as an individual, as Stephanie, as yourself? Why can't we just show up as ourselves? I was watching a YouTube video before this about the power of being alone from a renowned speaker and author, and he said this, people are coming together to fulfill their needs, but being, just being has to happen. Only then togetherness will be rich and rewarding. And I will put a link to that YouTube video in this episode in the description. What that meant to me was that there has to be a period of time where we spend alone. There has to be that time where we have to understand who we are and we have to take that time for self-discovery. Because if we don't, if we don't take the time for healing, if we don't take the time for self-love, then community, going on dates, togetherness will not be nearly as rewarding. Because we talked about this, I think, in the past few episodes. If you take a bunch of unhealed people and throw them in the room together, it will be a disaster. People are just going to project on each other the entire time. What if... We all took the time to understand ourselves and our souls and our soul purpose and our mission in this life and healing our past trauma and connecting with our inner child. What if we took all that time collectively and did that on our own and then came together so we could feel the rewards of togetherness in a completely new light? This YouTube video, which has millions and millions of views, also talked about this. If we want to, consciously, we can evolve. And he was explaining that it doesn't take years to consciously evolve. We can evolve in this very moment. We can choose in this very moment to want to be happy on our own. But that's the thing though, it's a choice. It's a collection of choices that you will wake up every single day and you'll have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I do not want to go on a hinge date tonight because I want to focus on me. I do not need that bumble, that hinge, that Tinder date to feel happy. Or if you're in a relationship, I do not need to be around my partner 24 seven to be happy. 
there is this quote that I found on Google that was just extremely fitting. And unfortunately, I do not know who the author is. It was just on Google Images. I will try to find it. But the quote is this. Be alone. Eat alone. Take yourself on dates. Sleep alone. In the midst of this, you will learn about yourself. You will grow. You will figure out what inspires you. You will curate your own dreams, your own beliefs, your own stunning clarity. And when you do meet the person who makes your cells dance, you will be sure of it because you are sure of yourself. This spoke to me on so many levels because I think at the time I was excessively dating and I was continually being so disappointed with every single date. But what I didn't realize at the time, what I wasn't aware of, I didn't even know who I was. I did not know my sole purpose. I did not know what makes me happy. There was no self-discovery. And what we talk about all the time, I did not know how to stop accepting less than I deserve when dating. If you are currently in a situation that sounds a lot like this, you're disappointed going on date after date, maybe you're in a relationship that you are not happy with, take a step back and ask yourself, do you know who you are? Do you know what makes you happy? Do you know what your must-haves are in a relationship? Do you know what your deal breakers are? If so, what are they? I think the hardest thing about this, and honestly the scariest thing about this, is that we can so easily lie to ourselves. We can look ourselves in the mirror and say, you know what? We can make ourselves happy. We are happy right now. But then two hours later, we are relying on dating or sex or other people to fuel our happiness. And the best way that I can describe this is this. When you are in a slump, when you are sad, when you are feeling depressed, when you are feeling lonely, what is the first thing that you do? Where do you turn to first to make yourself feel better? Because for the longest time, for me, it was dating, it was sex. And now it's not that. For me, it's journaling. For me, it's meditating. For me, it's just taking time alone and not being around so many other people because I know that I have to fuel myself, that I know I have to recharge alone and I no longer need those other people to do that. So I want you to ask yourself, when shit hits the fan, when shit gets hard, when you feel lonely, when you feel a little bit depressed or sad or whatever emotions may surface, where do you turn to first to get out of that funk? Is it other people? Is it a specific thing? Or do you turn inwards and really reflect on that and ask yourself, how can we feel better in this moment by not relying on external validation to fix this current problem? I was talking with my friend about this the other day, but it truly is scary that in situations with dating or being in a relationship, sometimes we are so blind to what is actually happening, that we truly cannot see the truth until we remove ourselves from that situation. And that is why I say, is there something in your life right now that you can temporarily remove? Do some inner work and then come back to it. I will be completely honest, I noticed myself in the last few months turning to chocolate, turning to sweets a lot when I was not feeling good when I was not feeling myself. And I talk about this on my Instagram stories a little bit, but I cut out 80 to 90% of the added sugar in my diet because I started to realize when I'm feeling not okay, when I'm feeling a little bit depressed and sad, I always turn to sweets. 
And afterwards, it's like a fleeting moment of happiness, just like with anything. And then it's gone. And then where do we turn to next? What is the next source of happiness that we are going to try to latch on to? And so for me, that was cutting out and temporarily removing myself from a lot of that added sugar. And I had to turn inwards and I had to say, okay, in these moments, I'm not feeling good. What am I going to do? And recently, a lot of the times it has been connecting more with my angels and meditating and journaling and doing tarot. And here's the thing. Some people listening to this right now may not enjoy meditating. They may not enjoy journaling. That is completely okay. The main point here is to find those activities that you love, that you enjoy to do, whether it is watching the sunset, going for a walk by yourself in the morning, listening to music, dancing. These are all things that you can do on your own that can bring about good vibes, <laughs> those good vibrations. <laughs> and recently I've been really selective too about the music I've been listening to because I realized that if I'm in a bad mood, why am I turning on sad music? Why am I turning on more low vibrational music that is just going to fuel the fire? So I've been researching different high vibrational music that is just going to keep bringing me upwards. I have a little journaling prompt that I want you to do. And this is something I did during that year of not dating. And this is truly something that I continue to do to this day because it has been so beneficial for me to understand internal validation and how to make myself happy. I want you to write down Monday through Sunday, every single day of the week. And I'm sure you already have stuff planned out for every single day. What I want you to do is just block out a time period every single day this next week, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours, and just do something that makes you genuinely happy. Doing something alone that will bring you genuine happiness and joy. And you don't have to take yourself on expensive dates. One thing that I did a lot during this year of not dating is I would bring my book and I would sit my butt in a park and just read and just enjoy myself. I think a lot of us, including myself at the time, need to learn how to be comfortable with ourselves. So many of us feel uncomfortable sitting in silence. So many of us feel uncomfortable being alone, but it is in those times, like those times are necessary in order to grow. Those times are necessary to evolve. And this is the reason why I don't think fake it till you make it really works. In order to show up as the best version of ourselves every single day, or at least try, because of course it's not going to be consistent, we have to know how to make ourselves happy. We have to be comfortable with ourselves. I think a lot of times it's because that we aren't comfortable sitting alone with our thoughts. And I think the moment that you can recognize that and sit in silence for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and just become aware of your thoughts and just observe them, I think the more that you can really understand how truly happy you are as a person and if you're comfortable being alone. If you are going through very similar things as I am describing right now, I just want to give you so much encouragement that it is possible to make yourself happy. It is possible to be the strong, empowered, amazing woman that I know you already are. It's already inside you. You are already that person. You just have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am amazing. I am strong. I am beautiful. I can make myself happy. It is going to take a lot of work. 
it is going to take feeling uncomfortable a lot of times doing things on your own and getting comfortable with yourself. But I can promise you that it is so worth it. Stepping back into the dating scene, just being a great person overall in your friendships, in your relationships, in community, it's not going to be easy. And it's not supposed to be easy. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. It's going to take a lot of self-love. And it's going to take waking up every single day and making a choice to choose you in that moment and not allow these external people to control your happiness anymore because you are deserving of defining your own worth. Those people cannot define your worth any longer. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be successful and you will with this newly found sense of internal validation in allowing yourself to truly shine through for exactly who you are, which is absolutely beautiful and amazing. With that being said, that is it for today's episode. If you're not yet following this podcast on Spotify, go ahead and click that follow button right now and turn on that bell for notifications. It's just that bell icon on Spotify so you never miss an episode. And I will see you all next Monday. I hope you have an amazing week.